This year, I've had three massive life lessons which have kind of transformed my life in some pretty cool ways. And actually, are going to be lessons that I'm going to move forward for for the rest of my life. So I thought this week in this week's video, I'm going to share the three life lessons that 2023 has taught to me, which have been massively impactful and are kind of changing my life moving forward in my life. We're in that moment in the year where we reflect upon, you know, what have we done in the last year? What have I done with my life in the last 12 months of the year? And through myself, as I do my self-reflection upon the year, there's kind of been three massive life lessons. And massive life lessons in ways that have had quite a big impact on me, both in the state that I live in in my life, but also in the level that I'm going to in my life, that kind of me gearing up or stepping up in levels in my life. And these, these lessons that I've learned are lessons that I'm going to you know, these are, these are the things I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life now. You know, I always love the idea of if, if I learn a lesson or if I learn a tool or if I learn something, it's, it's, if it's good, do it forever. You know, like it's like, why would I not do it forever? And so I thought today I want to share with you the three lessons that I've learned this year that have had massive impact on my life, which I'll be doing till the day I die, which is hopefully well off in the future. So lesson number one, it is to love the things I love more, to love the things I love more. Now what do I mean by this? Really good example of this, I am a music lover. I, I love music. I play an instrument, I, I practice pretty much every day, I play in a band, uh, I, I love listening to music, I love the. I love going to live music, I love the emotional state that music puts me in. And as much as I love music, like it's one of my key loves in my life, like my three passions in life are fitness, music and people. Those are my three passions in life. And so when I look at my three passions, I wasn't actually filling my life up with music as much as I could. And here's a really simple example of that. When I work in my computer, I would often listen to podcasts. You know, I'd listen to podcasts. And, and to be honest, when you're working and you listen to podcasts, because a lot of people would say, I listen to a podcast because I like to educate myself, or I like to learn. But the way I was doing it, I wasn't learning. It was kind of more just background noise. You know, you might hear some things, but if you're working, you're kind of more focused on your work. And so I decided this year, you know what? I'm just going to stop listening to podcasts when I'm working, and I'm just going to listen to music. And it... Man, it's been amazing. Like, A, I get more in my state when I'm working. I'm learning so many more. My music repertoire is much huge. I've listened to much more musicians. I'm finding songs that I absolutely love. And my love of music has increased even more. And this is one way that I've fallen more in love with something I've already loved. And, and, and I've just done this with music. I've done this in many areas of my life. And the areas that I know I love... How do I make it that I love them even more? So, and it's, it's, I've got to be honest, it's just making me fall more in love with those things that I, that I really enjoy. And so my, my lived experience, and I love this concept of your lived experience. What's the actual, what's now right like for you right now? What's your lived experience right now? And my lived experience has been enhanced so much by me loving the things I love even more in my life. My second most valuable life lesson that I've learned this year, and this has been absolutely huge, is to give myself a target point in my growth areas and to narrow it down to be focused on achieving that target point. Maybe I haven't described it that well. I'll start off by telling you this. I've always been a bit scared of brain and I've been very fortunate to achieve some cool things in my time. And um, I like to think I'm, I'm a pretty high performer. Um, but in some ways, one of my biggest faults in life is I'm, I get a bit distracted and I'm trying to achieve too many things or I shift my focus too often. And one of my biggest lessons this year, and I may have done a bit of a video on this, is that think of the long-term horizon. So think of 5, 10, 15 years from now, and think about what person I want to be, or what 
level and areas that I want to be in my life and there's those in that time and then what will I do this year to be the best stepping stone forward in this and the greatest example is what I've been doing with my piano this year so I've been playing piano for about 10 years I've been very scatterbrained I've kind of gone from one thing to the next so in my piano playing there's areas of my piano playing where I'm like a grade six piano player and then there's areas of my piano playing where I'm like a grade one piano player so at the beginning of this year I thought to myself you know what in five years from now I want to be a really competent eight grade piano player. So this year, I'm just gonna nail grade three. That's all I'm going to do. My time spent playing the piano when I'm not doing creative work for my band or just playing for fun is gonna be becoming the most amazing grade three pianist. Now what's been really interesting is it's shifted the way that I do my practice. Because every time I do my practice now, when I set my objectives and I'm thinking about what I'm trying to do with my time today, it's all around me becoming a great, a great grade three pianist. And all the areas it takes to be a great grade three pianist. So it's your sight reading, so on, your ear work and so on. And now this shifting of, of a lot or understanding of a long-term goal with a narrow focus for this next period of time has made me make the most progress I've ever made in my piano over a one-year period. Like this year, I've just gone step up, step up, step up each each month as I've worked through my journey. I'm a much better piano player than what I was this time last year, but my trajectory has gone like I'm like this to like this. So the idea of understanding the long-term person I want to be and understanding the time frame I have in front of me right now, what's my number one focus or my where I'm trying to get to on this growth point and how do I use my focus in this area? And, I've, and I'm doing this in lots of areas. I, I know I often talk about music, but I'm doing this in business, I'm doing this in my fitness goals and so on and so on. So that's my second biggest life lesson. My third biggest life lesson is, uh, this is actually a pretty cool one, is I've just learned how to become more focused. It's really simple. And one of the tools I've added to my life, which has been really cool, is I've used a stopwatch strategy. And what I've done is basically, I've always had really good focus tools. So I had my weekly meeting, which is about me setting up my week. I had my morning meeting, which is about me planning out my day and looking at those defining moments and things like those. Um, but I did still find I could get to a higher level of focus. And on my piano playing, when I set my goal this year, one of the things I did is I, I started saying, okay, well, if you've got an hour of practice, you want to chunk your learning. So you might do 15 minutes of sight reading work. And so when I started doing that, I put a stopwatch on and I would do 15 minutes. So I put 15 minutes and then I'd just start practicing. And while I was in that 15 minutes, all I was allowed to think about was sight reading. And I found it was a really powerful tool to help me get the most out of my time on the piano. And so then what I thought to myself is, well, why don't I start using my stopwatch more in all other areas of my life? So for example, now when I work, I write down what am I trying to get out of the next hour, or I tend to do 15 minute blocks, so what am I trying to get out of the next 15 minute block? I write it on a piece of paper and I set a stopwatch. And what I'm finding is I'm just, like I was pretty focused beforehand, but man, my level of productivity, or, and it's not even about productivity, it's about just being in present in the thing that I am doing. I did a talk recently and I was doing a talk with a business firm and there's a guy in the talk and he said, What's, what's the purpose of this? You know, what's the purpose of trying to, to put all these tools in place? And I said, well, I think it's ultimately, the ultimate goal is to be 100% present in the thing you are doing. So like when I'm on the piano, I'm 100% present on it. 
When I'm doing work, I'm 100% present on it. When I'm with friends, I'm 100% present with them. And to me, that's what great tools give you the ability to do. They give you the ability to be present in the things you want to be doing in your life. And for me, stopwatch strategy has been a really powerful tool. And the great thing is, is when you're 100% present in something, you go to higher levels in those areas. So those are my three life lessons from this year. Number one, love the things I love more. Number two, look at the long-term horizon of what I want to be, understand my next focus point, and put all my energy and focus into progressing in that way. And then number three is this simple tool of using time frames or using a stopwatch to give myself focus tools in my life. This is my last video for the year, so I hope you've enjoyed my videos throughout this year. I'll be back in the new year for more videos, but maybe it's a good time for you to think about what have been the key lessons that you've learned this year that you can move on and do to the day you die so you're actually getting more out of yourself. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas New Year's and I'll see you in 2024.